You're listening to episode 143 of the FitzPro podcast. Welcome back. Um, As a little disclaimer, currently Nathaniel is in the kitchen making breakfast. So if you happen to hear any noises, normally I try to record these when there is no one in the house at optimal times of the day. And we are taking a last minute impromptu road trip uh, in a few hours. So I am busting out two podcast episodes while other things are happening. So Again, I like the quality of audio of my podcast to be very clear without distraction, and that might not be the case today. So please, please, please stick with me. We are talking about sales and three questions that you can ask yourself in order to hopefully have more successful sales and close more clients, especially in the online health and fitness space. So without further ado, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPro. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. Assuming you are here for the business side of things, if you are a health and fitness coach in the online space, make sure to check out my free on-demand workshop, meaning you can watch it anytime you please. It is for free. It's called Your Biz, Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business. There are always links in the show notes for that, but you can also go to anniemiller.co slash workshop register to sign up for that. And while you are on the site, snag all of the free resources at anniemiller.co slash resources. You will find all of the anything I have created for free that is for trainers, trainees, and entrepreneurs. And of course, I want to thank Legion Athletics, the number one brand of all natural sports supplements in the world for sponsoring this podcast. If you are in the market for adding supplements, I highly recommend Legion, whether you're using them to make your life easier, get more protein in, optimize your recovery on top of whatever you are already doing, sleep, nutrition, hydration, all of these things. Legion are my people beyond the supplements themselves tasting good and working. I love that they are scientifically backed. A lot of companies claim that, but Legion actually has 100% formula transparency. It is a pillar of their brand. So you can check out the scientific studies, the literature behind each product, the ingredients that they use, the dosages that they use, and they are 100% naturally sweetened and flavored. So there's just no extra crap. It's straightforward. It's clear to the consumer. And I am a fan of that. If you are skeptical, they do have a 100% money back guarantee and free shipping. So be sure to, um, Check them out if you are interested in adding supplements to your repertoire. Uh, Go to buylegion.com, B-U-Y-L-E-G-I-O-N.com and use code Annie at checkout for 20% off your first order. And if you already love Legion, if you are a customer, still use code Annie because you can get double Legion reward points. So sales have been an ongoing theme in my recent episodes, or it feels like it has been on the back end to me. I think that's because of the recent launch of peer programming. So I was very much so like in the back end of sales and using these strategies that I am sharing with you and also prepping several of my business clients for their own launches or increase in sales. Fact of the matter is if you own a business, you need to make money. And many of us in the health and fitness industry did not get a degree in marketing or sales. And perhaps you don't have any experience 
experience in sales. I know that I certainly did not when I was starting out. And I also had no interest whatsoever in sales when I started my business because I associated sales with a scammy preconception, if you will. My only personal experience on the customer side of sales at that point when I started in like 2013, 2014, 2015, I was in college uh, debating, you know, if I was going to be a college strength coach or start my business. So at the time of starting my business, the only experience on the consumer side that I had of sales was either at like Globo gyms when they try to sell you on a complimentary personal training session after signing up as a member or walking into American Eagle or Hollister in my local mall and being bombarded by the sales associate before I had even like looked at anything. You walk in the door and they're asking you all the questions, sharing the promos, all of the things. And or just a typical salesman, car salesman. Those were like my experiences that I can think of that stick out in my mind in regards to sales. I will say that I had positive experiences at Apple of all places because they are not paid on commission, we asked. So if they are paid on commission, this person lied to me. So that led to not feeling like there was an ulterior motive for what this person was trying to get me to buy. They were really just trying to get us to find whatever it was that we needed in the Apple store, which is why we said, hey, are you guys paid on commission? Because you've been like super helpful. So again, maybe they are, maybe they were, and they lied, um, but it was a positive experience nonetheless. And that truly brings us around to sales and what it means for you as an online health and fitness coach. The first question that I want you to ask yourself, and please don't roll your eyes at this, all of these questions are very simple, all of them. But the the further almost that I get into business, the more I lean towards clarity and simplicity. I guess, clarity within your simplicity. All of these are going to be simple, but they're all going to hopefully provide clarity or they have the potential to provide clarity for you in your sales process and in you knowing your offers and your ideal clients. So number one is what is my result? This is the problem that you solve. It's your promise. We can say it a lot of different ways. I remember the first time I had a colleague look over one of my sales pages for a new service. I was just like, hey, can you you know, glance this over? Tell me what you think. Is there anything missing? Um, and due to the fact that I don't use sales calls, my sales page needs to be very, very, very clear when it comes to what the offer is who I am and who the offer is for, right? What can this person expect when they give me their money? And she asked me what the main takeaway was from the program. Such a simple question. And literally the thing that needs to be the biggest, boldest sentence at the top of the sales page. And I didn't have it. It was something that I knew, but it hadn't made it onto my sales page. And we so often just create a service or start coaching without a clear result in mind or without defining that clear result. And I know that it can be easy for your brain to go to things like losing 10 pounds in X amount of time or getting strong, gain mobility, these types of physical results, but you do have a result and you need to make that clear. And it needs to be authentic to whatever is true of your business. Typically, we have a tangible result of some kind. 
a measurable result is what that would be. So clients being able to lift more weight, right? Put more weight on the bar, gaining range of motion, something they can measure. They lose fat or body weight or they gain muscle mass. And then there is an emotional result. And this can look a lot of different ways, but I like to think of it as where they were when they started with you from an emotional and mental standpoint to where they may end up during and or after the process of working with you. That's the emotional, mental, maybe spiritual piece, right? Outside of the physical result. Uh, Again, this is specific to health and fitness. The feeling of being capable, of going from feeling incapable to feeling more capable. That's a huge deal. The feeling of being lost to having direction, feeling neutral in their skin, feeling more ease or joy. These are also results that you can market within your program. And like with Built by Annie, I sell joy in the gym. Enjoy your lifts again, right? That's what doing Built by Annie does for you. Yes, you get stronger, you improve work capacity, you improve mobility, your movement patterns improve. But the biggest sell is the emotional piece of getting to enjoy your lift again because you're not having to figure out your lifts for yourself. You're not having to jump from program to program every eight to 12 weeks. There's less gaps in your program and that allows you to just show up and enjoy your lift. That's the sell. It doesn't have to be these typical fitness industry results that are so often marketed and there's nothing wrong with weight loss or gaining strength. But I think that you probably have more than that to offer to your potential clients. And we need to clearly define that. So if you can identify one to two main takeaways and results from your service, that is going to help you more clearly sell that service. And also, I know that I really struggled with the verbiage when I was starting my business of that you solve a problem, you have to solve a problem. And I was like, well, my people don't like, I don't solve a specific problem. That was really hard for me to conceptualize in my brain. Um, And so that is why I think looking at just where is the client that you want to work with right now, emotionally and physically, and how is that going to possibly change in working with you? And I think that kind of reverse engineering might be a different way to find what the result is that you offer your clients. And if you are unsure on that, ask your current clients or look back on testimonies or do some market research with your audience if you haven't started talking to clients yet. And also, you can just decide for yourself what it is that you want it to be. As long as you can actually deliver on that promise of what it is that your offer does for someone or what can potentially happen when someone works with you. And that leads us to number two, which is how do I provide that result? What is my client journey? What is the process, the how? Whether you think that you have a process or not, you do. If you are going to promise and or claim that working with you and implementing your coaching practices, you'll get someone a certain result be it a feeling or a physical change, you've got to know how to communicate how that person is going to get from point A to point B. Is there an assessment or certain things that you look at when with a client before getting started? Do you take a different approach than other coaches? What type of progression or combination of methods do you use if there is one? If you are a coach who uses macros, for instance, with your clients in order to help them, let's say, lose fat, 
is it possible that you might start with a reverse diet so that you can get the highest possible calories in order to diet down from? Is that something you might do? Can you share that with your audience? What are the possible directions that you can go with a client based on the information that you get from them in some kind of application or intake form? I assume that's happening if you are working with them one-on-one. And can you bring your audience behind the scenes into that process? Because this allows people in your greater audience to see themselves in the shoes of a client and communicates that you have a process or a method that is dependable that you use with your clients, even with individualized coaching. If you don't do individualized coaching, then there is still some kind of method in place, maybe even more so. Say you're selling a templated program or a course. How does that progress? Again, what methods do you use? Do you combine different methods? What is maybe the first topic that you cover? Second topic, third topic, if it's a course, why are they in that order? Or why are these these phases of programming in that order? If it's nutrition, why do you start with mindset, let's say? How does that get the potential client from where they are at before they work with you to where they may be at after working with you. That is that is what we are looking at here. If you're if you've never written out your process or your method, that is absolutely fine and I would say that's that's normal for people to not have done that, to not have defined it clearly. I encourage you to just start messy and refine it as you go. Like I said, you probably have repeatable things, tactics, approaches that you use with each client. Maybe you just haven't clearly identified those yet. But once you do it, it has the potential to lead to clear communication in your sales and in your messaging and you showing up more confidently because you can say, this is my method. This is what works for my clients. It's repeatable, right? It's proven if you wanna say. It's just one more area that you can remove a roadblock from someone who might be an ideal client, but maybe they haven't applied or signed up because they felt like they were unclear on the process by which you get the result that you claim. Because remember that we have different types of buyers. Some people need to know the nitty gritty details, the information, the process, the how, and some people just need to know the result. The result is enough for them. You say you can get me that, great, take my money, I'm there. Other people are like, cool, you claim the result, but how are you actually gonna get me there? If you can be clear on both of those, then we're making sure that you're not leaving any potential clients in the dark, for those particular reasons anyway. Speaking of potential clients, that brings us to number three, which is maybe my favorite question in all of business, who do you help? Remember from past episodes that you can look at this from two perspectives, and I think that you should. Whoever you help obviously needs to be in search for the problem that you solve or the result that you offer, but also we want to have an ideal client avatar because that affects our messaging. Do you work exclusively with women or men, moms or dads, parents, military personnel, millennials, high achievers, CEOs, stay-at-home spouses or parents, past athletes, people over 40? 
is there some kind of demographic that you do specifically work with? There are some of these factors that will change how you speak to and communicate with these ideal clients. So yes, obviously you don't work with all humans over 40, but maybe you work with women over 40 who are high achievers and want to lift weights. Right? Maybe you want to work with women over 40 who are coming out of diet culture and want to lift weights. No matter who your ideal client is, there is a benefit in speaking to one singular person. And that is what I'm talking about with an ideal client avatar. Speaking to this one person consistently within your messaging. For one, that leads to consistent messaging. And you don't need to worry about only speaking to one person because think about people that you follow on Instagram. There are singular people, one person who has, let's say 250,000 people in their audience who relate to that one single person, something about their messaging, something about the way that they show up, something about the way they educate has drawn 250,000 people to them. Mostly. Some of those are probably creeps and bots. That doesn't mean that there are 250,000 of the same exact person in that person's audience or that those 250,000 people are replicas of a person in that audience. It just means that 250,000 people resonate with this person's messaging. Does that make sense? That's what having a singular ideal client does for you. Yes, you are going to attract people who are very, very, very close to being like your exact ideal client. Emily, who is 32, dedicated to her relationship. She's a nurse, got into fitness after high school and college. She tried CrossFit for a bit and now is looking for something less intense, right? Like if that's your ideal client, you may actually come across that person or maybe you've created that person from a real person that you have worked with. But also you will attract people from different walks who just relate to your messaging or your philosophy, which is rooted in your ideal client. People who want to be or identify with what you're putting into your content is who you're going to attract. So that wraps up the three questions that you need to be clear on. And if you are unclear on your ideal client, I have a free ideal client avatar creator. You can find it at anniemiller.co slash ICA. It's pulled directly out of my Fitzpro Foundations course. I think that knowing your ideal client is of the top three most important things you need to do as a business when you are starting out because it's that permeates everything that you do in business. So go get that. It'll be in the show notes, anniemiller.co slash ICA. Um, sales is communication, even in the online space, maybe even more so in the online space. In the more that you sell, and the more that you attempt to understand your own offer and your methods and your ideal client, the better you are going to become at selling. So just like with strength and fitness, nutrition, mindset, it's putting in reps. You are not going to get better at selling by not practicing selling. That is something we can like rest assured that will not happen. You will not get better at selling by not selling. And if you can maybe reconfigure what you thought about sales before to simply being able to communicate what it is that you offer and who you might offer it for. I hope that that helps you in your sales process and maybe feeling a bit more comfortable and confident in that. 
So if you enjoy this episode, please head over to wherever you listen to podcasts at. If possible, give the show five stars, a written review. It is so, so appreciated. And if you are not on my main mailing list, make sure that you are because there are exclusive podcast listener discounts at the bottom of every email. That is Annie's Daily Dose and Annie's Weekly Wisdom. You can find those at AnnieMiller.co slash news. Until next time, I am Annie Miller and thank you for tuning into the Fitzpro podcast. podcast.